From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, January 3rd, 2023. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. In Northwest Ohio, the woman killed at a Dollar Tree store in Upper Sandusky on Sunday was carving out a new life, having just graduated from college. ONN's Lydia Aspara in Cleveland has the story. Police say Bethel Beckley walked into the store waving a machete, killing 22-year-old Karis Rebel, who was a newlywed. Investigators arrested Beckley parked in a car outside the Wyandotte County Sheriff's Office. The young woman was just married in October. She was described by family as an amazing, kind, and sweet young woman who lit up the world with her smile. Instead of planning a future, a GoFundMe is set up so her husband, of two months, can plan her funeral. This was not the only crime committed with this type of weapon. In New York City, a man attacked police, also with a machete, on New Year's Eve. Two officers were injured. Michael Cavalez is a combative instructor in Cleveland who says machetes are becoming a weapon of choice. It's very accessible. You know, uh, you don't have to uh, walk into a gun store, right, fill out an application. 27-year-old Bethel Beckley has been charged with aggravated murder in connection with the attack in Upper Sandusky. Officials are investigating the death of an inmate in Marion in north-central Ohio. ONN's Tracy Townsend in Columbus reports. This happened yesterday. Police say they were called to the multi-county correctional center on reports of a serious injury inside. Officers say they found 55-year-old Greg Bunker hurt. He later died at a hospital in the area. Marion police say they are prepared to charge another inmate in connection to Bunker's death. I'm Tracy Townsend. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin is fighting for his life after being injured in last night's game against the Bengals in Cincinnati. He is reportedly sedated and in critical condition. The team says he suffered cardiac arrest after a tackle. His heartbeat was restored and he was taken to the hospital after an ambulance was brought onto the field. Sports medicine doctor David Chow says there were plenty of medical staff at the game to help. You never want any person to collapse. But if you're going to collapse, unless you're in the hospital, there's no better place than an NFL field. There are over two dozen medical professionals, at least three team physicians and multiple other athletic trainers and medical staff. The game was suspended until further notice. Fans gathered outside of the University of Cincinnati Hospital overnight and this morning to show their support. At this point, I don't think it's about which team you're on. I think it's just about the health of the player, right? So everyone here is just hoping that he's okay. As a person, it doesn't matter the team. It's nice to obviously everyone to see both teams, but at this point, I think it's more than that. Hamlin is from McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania, a suburb on the west side of Pittsburgh. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine today signed Senate Bill 288, which significantly strengthens laws in Ohio related to the use of cell phones and other devices while driving. In attendance at the bill signing was Dom Tiberi, sports anchor for ONN's Columbus affiliate WBNS-TV, and founder, along with his wife Terry, of the Maria Tiberi Foundation. It's named in honor of their late daughter who was killed in a distracted driving accident in 2013. And to the state of Ohio, I am here to tell you that we did this out of love. We don't want any other families to go through the nightmare of losing a child. The new law takes effect in Ohio in 90 days. Kidnapping suspect Nala Jackson, who Ohio prosecutors say set off a statewide Amber Alert last month, is expected in an Indiana courtroom. ONN's Angela Ann reports. Jackson is accused of kidnapping twin five-month-old boys, Kayer and Kassan Thomas, from Columbus, then dropping one baby off at the Dayton International Airport, the other baby in a parked car days later at a Papa John's parking lot. 
Both babies survived. Jackson is also accused of spitting on a deputy when she was arrested in Indianapolis. I'm Angela Ann. Some Ohio workers will see a bump in their next paycheck. ONN's Lindsay Mills has more with Michael Shields from Policy Matters Ohio, who talks about a boost to minimum wage. It's now up 80 cents an hour to 10.10 an hour. For tipped workers, minimum wage is now $5.05 an hour. Those with Policy Matters Ohio say while this isn't the $15 an hour they'd like to see, it's a step in the right direction. It's not going to give them a true raise where they're able to buy more, but what it is going to do is protect them against those increases in prices. This increase is happening because in 2006, Ohio voters passed a constitutional amendment to adjust the state's minimum wage every year by the rate of inflation. I'm Lindsay Mills. Although most sports betting, which just became legal in Ohio, will be done on mobile devices, it can also be done at brick-and-mortar locations. ONN's Kevin Landers says there are more than 1,000 kiosks now accepting sports bets. Ohio Lottery pre-approved 1,500 kiosks around the state. So far, about 1,075 hosts have received conditional approval from the Ohio Casino Control Commission to operate a kiosk. So where's the money going? Well, half of Ohio sports betting profits will fund interscholastic athletic events in schools K through 12. What's not clear is the formula to determine how much each school district will receive. It's estimated sports betting in Ohio will generate $24 million by June of next year, but some have projected it could be as high as $90 million per year in the next three to five years. I'm Kevin Landers. And the U.S. president from Ohio responsible for giving America the federal Christmas holiday is getting a day of his own. ONN's Dave Janes explains. Beginning next year, April 27th, will be Ulysses S. Grant Day in Ohio, home of the iconic Civil War general. Grant was born on that day in 1822, southeast of Cincinnati in Point Pleasant. Yesterday, Governor Mike DeWine signed legislation creating the day. As the 18th president, Grant signed legislation creating the Christmas holiday in 1870, the only federal holiday with a religious association. Its constitutionality was upheld in 1999. The judge said people could spend the day however they wish. Dave James, I went in there. Special thanks to our affiliates, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.